0: Chris Howell Communications. This is Principles for Success, the Chris Howell Podcast. Success is something we all want to attain in the various areas of our lives, but it can be challenging. So in this podcast, Chris aims to have conversations with those who have achieved a level of success and hopes that principles they share will help you to remove the roadblocks and move you to victory, whether it's relationships, business, or any other area of
1: life. Are you ready for success? Here we go. Thank you, Joy. Hello and welcome to episode number 14 of our Principles for Success podcast. I'm Chris Howell, and I consider it a great honor that you're listening today. This week's episode is a conversation that I had some time ago with Dove Award winner Laura Story. Laura is an American contemporary Christian music singer and songwriter from Spartanburg, South Carolina, with an infectious laugh. Now, this conversation took place right around the time Laura won a Dove Award for the song Indescribable. It was the best of times and the worst of times in her life, all at the same time. And that's what we all experience at some point in our lives. So I wanted to share today's conversation in hopes that it may inspire you that if you're going through a challenging time right now, to hang in there because it does indeed get better. And most of all, keep your faith in God. That's what Laura talks about in this conversation uh, overcoming some of the most challenging times of her life and how it was her faith in God that allowed her to do it. Let's take a listen. Tell us exactly who is Laura's story?
0: Hmm, I don't want to say anything that's going to scare you. I- <laughs> Laura's well, story is, I guess, kind of a hippie from South Carolina that likes to hike and bike and things like that. So, yeah, it's hard to say who I am. Uh depends on the day, I guess.
1: <laughs> well, one thing for certain, you're certainly a, a worship leader, so to speak, because many folks certainly go into worship with your songs. Talk about how you worship and what yeah. takes you to that place to where you can write such a song that moves in such a compelling way.
0: Huh, wow. Well, first of all, it's a it's a huge honor that I even get to write worship songs. I'm, I'm a worship leader at my church in Atlanta, a church called Perimeter Church. I've been there almost six years. And um, taking the job, you know, just as this young kid, I I don't know if I really got it um, initially that being a worship leader, it's choosing the very utterances of the people of God um as they come before the Lord to give him praise and as they come before the Lord to confess. And and that's a huge responsibility, choosing the words that God might want to say to his people on a given Sunday. and um, So it was very humbling uh, realizing just the weighty responsibility there.
1: You know, and many folks hear about the fact that you're a Dove Award winner, but they think, you know, well, this is something that just happened, uh, that you just got started with. You've been at this for quite some time. Talk about uh, the history of uh, your music uh, career.
0: Well, are are you calling me old? Are you saying I'm... (laughs) No, not that at all. (laughs) (laughs) I'm totally getting with you. (laughs) Just
1: saying you've been working at it, you know.
0: (laughs) I'm seasoned, I know. I'm not like some young Bethany Dillon or anything. (laughs) Yes. Man, I I started writing songs um, back probably 10, 12 years ago, and, and the first song that I wrote that anyone probably would ever have heard of was Indescribable, and that was... Honestly, I I wouldn't even have said that I was a worship leader prior to that, and I I wouldn't even, have even called that a worship song, because <laughs> the the words are so big and the chorus. I thought, man, no one's ever going to want to sing that. <laughs> and I remember when Chris Tomlin called and said, hey, I, I you know I'm I'm a worship leader in Texas, and I'd I'd love to record this song, you know, to lead God's people in worship. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, Chris, that sounds great. But no one's ever going to want to sing that. <laughs> and so thankfully Chris was right you know and, and God has has used it and we've been really blown away by, uh, by the way he's used it. indescribable uncontainable you place the stars in the beginning of, of me uh, writing songs for the church, um, the, the love that God is, is, has allowed me to do that.
1: You're certainly a woman of faith. In 2005, you experienced a uh, tragedy in your family that uh, certainly your faith had to bring you through a moment such as that. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that, if you will.
0: Yeah. Yeah, back in um, 2005 was when my husband started having just some funny symptoms of, of being lethargic, and um, uh, he was having a little bit more trouble with his memory. And it was in 2006, actually, that he was diagnosed with a brain tumor. And we went through a ton of surgeries, and and at first we just thought, okay, you know, we're gonna get this taken care of and get back on the the track you know the, the plan that we had for our lives and it ended up going a whole lot different differently than, than we expected and um, he actually has some disabilities because of just just some complications from the surgery and so he struggles with um, his short term memory and um, only has about fifty percent of his vision and and I, I share that just because our, our lives have have ended up looking a lot different than, than we thought they would and. Whenever I think a believer goes through something like that, uh, where they wholeheartedly believe that God can heal, but for whatever reason God chooses not to in a certain situation, uh, I know for me there was a lot of disappointment yeah. that, I, that I faced. And, and I'm learning to work through, and I'm learning to trust that, that God's plans, um, they're not only drastically different than my own plans, but I have to believe that they're better.
1: Do you sense any more pressure not only being a believer going through something such as this, but also someone who's been given a platform such as you've been given to have to go through something such as this publicly and still sing about the praises of God and how good God is? Yeah,
0: that's a great question because I remember when it first happened, uh, you know, I get a paycheck from being a worship leader, i I have to get up there and sing about how great our God is, <laughs> or I lose my health insurance. <laughs> I hope that 's not too blunt, no, no, but um, but it was good to have that discipline though, and the yeah. more I started to search scriptures, the more I saw that this is a fairly normal theme of worshipping God when life is hard you You look at King David who says, I will bless the Lord at all times. Not I feel like blessing the Lord at all times, but there's this volitional effort of I'm going to worship him not because I understand the way that he's dealing with me now, but because I believe that in every season of my life, God is good, and he is always worthy of all of my praises. And so just knowing that um, there's this freedom of, okay, I may not understand anything else in life, But I do trust that God is good, and worship is always the best thing for my soul. It's always the thing that recenters me. Um, You know, if my circumstances are are the biggest thing in my life, and I'm trying to figure out how to fit God into that, um, then I'm really off base. But if I'm keeping God at the center and trying to evaluate my circumstances based on what I know to be true of God, there's a peace. That, that comes over me when, when I when I just keep the main thing the main thing.
1: You may have just answered this next question. I guess the question really, is, and this will be the final question for you, is what is the one thing you would hope a person would walk away with from each every song that they hear of Laura's story? What is the one thing you would hope they would walk away from a song with?
0: Oh, man. I would just say hope. You know, we, we get to travel around and... and visit a lot of different churches and talk to a lot of different people. And and if they walk away saying, oh, that's so sweet that that little girl shared about that story about her and then the God allowed her to write songs about it, that's not the point. Yeah. <laughs> the point is um, that we have a God that uh, who redeems all things. Mm. All things. Those are the pits in our life that we just all of a sudden find ourselves in. It's the pits in our life that we... You know, <laughs> jump into you know due to our own sinfulness, uh, but God truly, His plan includes all of that. It's it's amazing to think that everything in our lives is an ingredient into this, um, this thing that God is making, this work He's doing in our lives, and so I, I long so much for people. Uh, Not just to hear our story and to praise God from that, but to look at their own stories and see, okay, how is God going to use this mess in my life to glorify himself?
1: Laura Story, thank you so much for speaking with us.
0: Oh, thanks so much for having me.
1: You are amazing God. I know you've enjoyed this interview with Laura. More information regarding her is on our website at chrishowlonline.com. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you next week.
0: To learn more about Principles for Success and Chris Howell Communications, visit ChrisHowellOnline.com. Once there, access our media archives and find out about the other ways that Chris Howell Communications can inspire, impact, and inform.